0: hey guys welcome to another episode of Stockcast. invest wisely today again i have my friend sadra with us and today we are going to talk about some really interesting topics that i'm really uh, keen to hear about from sadra as well so sadra welcome to the episode thanks for having me so how are you enjoying the weather now? The winter is coming. How do you like the weather in Germany? I enjoy it
1: particularly now, now that my window is not working. Uh, I'm having a very chill uh, weather in my room at the moment. So.
0: <laughs> uh, I hope it gets fixed pretty soon, right? Yes, I have Otherwise, to make a call soon. It's so. going to get even colder. The... Yeah, yeah. I have a very short de- deadline on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so Sandra, um, you, you told me before, before we started the podcast, um you told me that you are changing your strategy uh, of investing now so you are actually from the diversified portfolio you want to go into a now more uh focused portfolio so could you please share with us why why you are planning to do it now mm-hmm.
1: yeah so um actually the first thing that comes to my mind about that is that uh, the stock portfolio if of each person sort of reflects, uh, should reflect their personality. Mm -hmm. If uh, you have a particular interest or if you have a particular characteristic, for example, uh, I can say about myself that it is a bit difficult for me to keep track of many different things in different contexts at the same time. I can Mm -hmm. perform better when I'm focused on one particular task or one particular area. And it's also uh, more or less like a. it's actually a great advice that was given by Warren Buffett himself that said that you should try to stay in your area of competence when you invest in the stock market. So uh, I made a a quick analysis of my portfolio and then I realized that uh, if I uh, changed the strategy at that point and sold off some of the stocks that I wasn't interested in and keep focused in something that is in my own area of interest and competence. I can actually, uh, feel better about it and feel less cluttered in my portfolio. So I saw a right point in time when I saw that, okay, if I sold everything aside, let's say from Tesla, which was my main area of interest, I wouldn't, uh, incur any losses. Uh, so I would do at a break event point. So I decided it was time for me to start a new approach and, uh, where I just focus only on the companies that I know and say in, in, in the area of my competence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so which area you are focusing at the moment? So my area of interest and focus is electromobility, mm-hmm. uh, battery technology, charging infrastructure, um, and in the future, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will be added to that. So okay. anything related to sustainable energy. And
0: you yourself also work in the electric battery technology, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So, so before we go into more detail about the particular company that you would like to share with us, so, so first of all, this company that you are focusing on at the moment and you're researching on is, uh, will, will go public through SPAC, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so listeners, if you don't know what SPAC, uh, is, so basically SPAC is, uh, stands for special purpose acquisition. Uh, uh, there are other names for it, which uh, is, is it can also be a blank check company or a shell company. So what they do, the spec founders form the company, and they go out and raise a few hundred million dollars through an IPO with the intent of buying another company with the money that they have raised. So they they, they make a they make a story and they tell the story to the shareholders. So that the shareholders, if they like the story and if they like the Uh, the company that they want to acquire, then the shareholders can invest in this shell company first or this SPAC company. And then later on, they will acquire a private company and then that private company will go public. And then they have two years to complete this acquisition. Otherwise, they have to return the funds back to the investors. And there are several... um, recent SPAC acquisitions which have been performed. Uh, basically, you can say the, that the year 2020 was the year of SPACs. There were so many SPACs that were done in this year which were never done in the past. And in the past, the SPACs were considered to be like a junk uh, status, but now they are getting more credibility and now more and more uh, well, um, um, well-respected well companies are, are going Public through SPACs. So uh, first of all, um, there are many uh, pros and cons of 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 uh, of, of this approach, and um, and there are also some questionable SPACs uh, which have been uh, done recently uh, due to some hype. So um, could you please share with us one example, Sadra, that where you think that? Uh, this pack was done because of just a hype and they were just making up a story so that they can get the money from the shareholders Yeah,
1: I don't want to make any uh, like quick judgment or anything about um, It appeared to me based on a lot of the events that happened. For example, one good example of that is uh, um, What's it called? Nicola? Nicola, right Nicola, and um I, I think the amount of hype that followed it uh, basically f- mirrored what uh, what you just mentioned, uh, that um, it was just for the sake of creating
0: hype to uh, make us back and go public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I mean, we are not like blaming something. I yeah. mean, this is just from our point of view. Allegedly, we think that there is a lot of hype, especially electric vehicle hype going on. and um, and there is, it's, it's too crowded at the moment. I, yeah, think, I should also add allegedly. Allegedly, yes. right? And it's also really crowded at the moment as well. I mean, this this market. Uh, so there are many questionable SPACs uh, due to the hype. However, some of the notable uh, SPACs uh, other than uh, Nicola, uh, are also Virgin Galactic and uh, DraftKings. So if you're not aware of these companies, DraftKings is basically an online sports betting company. It was... Uh, acquired by Diamond Equal Acquisition Corp. Then Virgin Galactic is a company which wants to take uh, the tourists to space. It's like a space tourist company, but they also have other uh, ambitions. They also want to go to -to point-to-point travel as well as uh, allow the scientists or researchers to to go to space through their uh, planes that that they are building at the moment. They were acquired by a company called Social Capital Hedosophia. And Nikola was acquired by Vector IQ Acquisitions Corp. Why we uh, why we picked up Nikola from here is because Nikola had zero revenue and they were not selling any vehicle at all. And even then, their market cap was more than twenty billion dollars at one point. Mm-hmm. And now it has come down a lot, but but it it went beyond twenty billion dollars uh, market cap, which I think is crazy considering the fact that a Chinese auto uh, automaker, Neo. Was valued less than Nikola, even though NIO yes. was making lots of uh, vehicles and uh, they were selling them to to China, and they were accelerating quite well. I mean, they were accelerating their their um, uh, production really fast. Yes, and they have the whole network. So this was really difficult to understand why uh, why this valuation of Nikola, which was much more than NIO at one point. And now it's not the case anymore but yes. at one point it was uh, really un- unbelievable. So um, so this was all about SPACs. Um, some of the advantages of SPACs, so let, before we actually talk about the company which, which Sadra uh, is interested in at the moment, uh, let's first discuss why companies go through this, uh, this method of uh, going public instead of doing this through traditional IPO. So first of all, the first benefit is that the private companies can go public on a faster timeline if they do it through SPAC instead of the traditional process of IPO, which can be quite extensive uh, process and also expensive as well. It is much more expensive if you go public through traditional IPO. The other benefit is that there is more certainty around a company's valuation when it is done through uh, the SPAC. Uh, when the company goes public through a traditional IPO, um, it's not certain what the company's valuation should be. And it is just valued by some bankers or some financial institutions who may or may not have enough understanding about the company's business or the technology of the company.
1: Yeah, maybe I can add something there that I actually uh, saw that when a, another company uh, intends to buy a share in a company like uh, the one that I have in mind, they actually create something called a pro forma which uh, values in their own eyes, what the company should be valued. And this gives, as you said, good indication for Mm -hmm. the market, how much Mm -hmm. the company should Mm -hmm. be
0: valued. All right, good. So Sadra, uh, I think it's time uh, to reveal the company. Uh, So could you please share with us which company you want to invest in or you
1: are considering to invest in? Sure. Uh, So before I go ahead and say the name, I'll just give some background information on it. This is a company, that provides uh, charging infrastructure uh, to both business-to-business and business-to-customers. And they have been founded in 2007 and they have been expanding uh, very rapidly in the last few years. And they have the the largest network of electric vehicle charging stations worldwide. They're present both in the U.S. and in Europe. And they have more than 50% market share in terms of number of charging stations that they offer. So they have a very solid business and very solid product as well as services that they offer with that. And uh, they actually have uh, had in 2017, close to 36,000 or 35,000 charging points, charging stations. And uh, in the last year, they increased that to 160,000, It's Planned to be 160,000 by the end of this year. Uh, So that can tell you how quickly they're expanding. And through this, uh, through an acquisition, through an SPAC, as you mentioned, uh, they're planning to raise funds to expand even more rapidly to the point that they have 2.5 million charging points worldwide by 2025. This company is called ChargePoint. And I have been following them uh, for the past few years and every time uh, I had read articles about uh, in the area of electromobility, electric mobility, I saw their name that they actually have been expanding, they have a very solid uh, business and technology and they provide, uh, in addition to the charging stations, uh, also an app to electric vehicle drivers who are looking to find a charging station. and. Th- The good thing about this app is that it's not limited to their own charging stations. They can find charging stations from all the other offers of uh, charging infrastructure. So um, this is a company that I'm very looking forward to their IPO. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, uh, I'm not intending to buy right away after the IPO. Uh, I would like to, of course, first wait for the Stock price to stabilize a bit and see some numbers from the company uh, in terms of their financial health, in terms of their sales growth. Uh, and but this is a company that I think has a very good potential, considering the huge exp- considering that the electric vehicle market is expected to grow exponentially in the next mm-hmm. few years. Um, so. If you have any
0: questions about yeah. so so for those who don't know about the the company which is actually acquiring uh, the Charge Point, this company is called Switchback Energy Acquisition. The ticker symbol is SBE. At the moment, they are valued only five hundred and fifty nine million dollars valuation, mm-hmm. and they uh, they have at the moment they're balanced in the balance sheet. They have no debt and they have a cash of around. 42 yes. and a dollars and yeah so at the moment this that's all we know about them so it's a shell company and they have the intention to acquire this company charge point one thing i can add about valuation
1: is that uh, the switchback company has a valued um charge point as i have read at around three billion dollars mm-hmm. of course at the moment uh, they are not making as much money as three billion dollars but considering that the rate of growth that they have and their ex- expansion plans i think long term it will be much more than that
0: much more okay yes all right so when i when i read about uh, this charge point i can see that charge point has raised around 660 million dollars over its 13 years life's life from investors and they had some well-known investors from electric american electric power they have also had uh, in, um, investors like Canada Pension Plan Investment Board, Chevron Technology Ventures, Quantum Energy Partners. Uh, recently, they were they also got $127 million uh, just um, recently, a few months ago. So they have used that funding to build a leading position in America and also in Europe, uh, EV charging markets. So one question, Sadra. Uh, so... I, Do they have adopters for different uh, electric vehicles or different ports? So is it possible that if you have, let's say, a Volkswagen electric car or you have Tesla or you have some other electric car, can you use their charging stations?
1: Absolutely. So in each market, you have different standards for charging stations. For example, in Europe, you have Type Mm 2. In the U.S. you have uh, another type, um, I forgot the name, but they look different. The chargers, uh, they look different, but every vehicle in each market that is sold comes with the adapters needed for the charging station, for each of the charging station, depending on the market. So no matter whether you have Tesla or Volkswagen electric vehicle or, I don't know, Toyota or whatever. You can just have the adapter and connect it to
0: the any of the chargers that are publicly available. All right, um, and also I saw that there was one um, big charging station somewhere in Germany. Um, I don't know exact location, but it's it's on the um, it's on the highway. Okay. And what I see there that there are there is not only one uh, there is not one provider of the charging there, so they have. One company, Dutch company, they have their charging stations there. And there's also Tesla superchargers there yeah. as well. Not only that, because normally charging can take 30 to 60 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on what charging uh, station you're using. Uh, if, if it's a supercharger, I think 30 minutes is enough. But if it's a slow charger, then you need one hour, I think, for charging or mm-hmm. even more, maybe. Uh, what I really like there is that they also had like a kind of a cafe and some 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 shopping area. So people ha- can spend time there. They actually enjoy spending time there. So it's a, it's a bit different than the traditional gas stations mm-hmm. where you just want to go and spend five minutes, maybe go to the washroom and then you just want to again head to the highway. Yeah. So uh, this, I think uh, seems like a good idea that people who are going on the highway, they can take some rest as well. And they have some time to have some coffee or, or just do some shopping there. Yeah, so where do you see the competition here at the moment because I see that Volkswagen is also investing heavily in this area. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Dutch Royal Dutch Shell, they're also investing in this area and there are many other companies as well. Yeah. Also Tesla has their superchargers. So how do you see them in this competitive market? Um,
1: do you mean like uh, just charge point? Exactly, or just like for like charge. Just point. for charge point. Mm-hmm. I would say charge point actually has a very good lead here, mm-hmm. because they already have a very uh, big market lead. Let's say or a very large market share. So uh, and if they manage to hit their targets, I think they will have a very good edge in terms of charging uh, stations uh, and not just for public charging stations. Also for private charging stations, like if you have a garage and you want to have, have a install a charger in your home, or if you, especially for companies who want to offer uh, charging stations for their employees who park their cars at their company, uh, there's already many big companies that use ChargePoint's uh, chargers uh, for their employees. I think uh, like, I don't remember, but some of the big companies like Target, yeah, Ikea, uh, I read even, I think even Google, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll be check. But so I saw some very big names of uh, big companies that use their chargers uh, from ChargePoint to provide those to their employees. So I already see ChargePoint is positioned very well in terms of
0: um, in market share. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds really interesting. So, so you are ready? I mean, you really want to to go into this uh, in this market, especially this company as one as this goes pu- uh, public, or you will wait? How long do you will you wait? Do you think? I think I will wait for the first uh, financial
1: uh, uh, release. Uh, what do you call it? Um, financial calls mm-hmm. um, to see uh, how they did in the quarter. And uh, if I'd like the numbers, then I will definitely invest in this company. Of course, you should do your own research. I've done my research. I realize that this is a company that is absolutely, from my point of view, is in a position to expand massively in the future. And I see good potential there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I also believe, I mean, in general, I believe this electric uh, vehicles market is gonna grow exponentially in the future. Uh, also because um, of the pollution. I mean, we, we want to reduce the pollution to to increase the uh, the sustainability of our planet. We yeah. have only one planet, right? I mean, we don't know when we are gonna go to Mars anyway. Yeah. So we have only this planet and I think it's it makes sense that more and more people are going to adopt to electric vehicles in the future. And what is missing right now and what is also, um, Uh, what is also the reason why people are still reluctant to buy electric vehicles at the moment is because of the lack of infrastructure. And I think here, Europe is also lacking behind in the infrastructure. I can see that China and America, they are already ahead in in having the infrastructure for electric vehicles. But I can see that um, uh, in the future, more and more infrastructure will be built.
1: I can add something there. Uh, I'm not sure I fully agree that the charging infrastructure at the moment is not there because right now, if you have an electric car, you can charge your car in many locations. There are a lot of charging stations that people don't know. If you just pick up, the, for example, the app from ChargePoint, you'll be shocked by how many charging stations are just near you, the area that you're living or near the highways. Even if you go travel between cities, there's a lot of chargers, uh, charging stations on the way. And the number of um, fast charging stations are increasing every day. And if you are traveling even between cities, you don't need to charge your car to 100% to get to your destination comfortably. You only need to charge up to 80%. And we know that the charging from even from 0% up to 80% is much faster than charging from 80% to 100%. And uh, especially with the fast chargers, you can do those in less than in some cases, I mean in like 20 minutes. And for example, the charge point also provides uh, very high voltage or high power charging stations that uh, they're deploying in uh, for businesses, for you know uh, on the road uh, on the autobahn or you know different between between different freeways, between different cities. So, even if those are not there yet from ChargePoint, there's still a lot of charging stations available.
0: All right, yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I actually I should uh, I I have to agree with you here because today when I was looking at ChargePoint website, I was I was surprised to see that there are charges around where I live. Yes, right, absolutely. and this I I didn't know that right. So there are many charges now, and I think uh, now. You can't complain about it. Yep. I mean, of course, it's still, it can be much better, right? I mean, the infrastructure can be much better, uh, especially on the highway. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, it's getting much uh, better already. It's already quite good. Yep. And I think people can already uh, have electric vehicles and not worry too much about uh, where to charge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's good to know.
1: Yeah, for example, at one time, I got in a taxi that was a Tesla. And I asked the driver, how does he charge his car? He said, there's charges everywhere. They so never had any drives
0: every day, like, you know, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's still not easy to find superchargers everywhere, but you can find the normal chargers. Yes. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, thanks a lot, Sadra. This was really enlightening for, for me, at least. Uh, I, I did not know much about this charging uh, companies, that there are actually companies dedicated to the charging infrastructure. I knew about the well known names like uh, Tesla or NEO. Uh, or even Lucid Motors, which I'm looking yeah. into right now. Um, but yeah, this was uh, really, uh, I think, um, some learning for me. Yeah. So you shouldn't look at just the electric vehicles. You should look at the ecosystem for the electric vehicle. Sure. I think the other thing which we can talk about maybe in the future is that uh, uh, battery materials, right? Yes. Which will also be really crucial uh, for the companies because without those materials, you can't just you just can't make the batteries. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. So, so listeners, I hope you, you also um, liked uh, our 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 discussion and you also got to know a bit about the SPAC companies or the SPAC acquisitions as well as uh, the charge point. So let us know what you think about um, this industry and this company. Um, in Yeah, so let us know about it. So invest wisely. Until next time. Please keep in mind that we are not financial advisors and do your own research before making any investment decisions.